Welcome to A Slob Comes Clean, the podcast. I'm Dana White. I blog over at aslobcomesclean.com. That's where I share my personal deslobification process. As I figure out ways to keep my own home under control, I share the truth about cleaning and organizing strategies that actually work in real life for real people, people who don't necessarily love cleaning and organizing. Thanks for joining me today. Uh, This is podcast number 130, and the subject is planning a project. And I'll get to some clarification there in case you've, you know, listened to other podcasts and read my book and are thinking, what? Anyway, but before I get to that, um, I wanted to read a couple of reviews on my book. I am also the author of How to Manage Your Home Without Losing Your Mind. That's available wherever books are sold in any format in which you like to consume books, meaning Kindle, Nook, audiobook, Audible, wherever. Regular book, paperback, all that. Okay. The first one I'm going to read is a five-star review with the title, Read the Index of Chapters, You'll Be Hooked. This review says, Another reviewer said, once she got to page 10, she put the book down and went to clean her kitchen. I did too. Look, what really got me to buy this book was the ability on Amazon to read the index of chapters. I was hooked. I received it today and I'm about to start page 77. I stopped so I could type out this review in hopes that she will read it. If the book ended with what I've already read, I would gladly pay that price to buy another. You can jump around in the chapters if you wish, but I'm gaining wonderful insight by starting at the beginning. She has great humor without getting away from her objective, and the book is addictive. I would suggest to anyone on the fence to buy this book for your own benefit, as the title suggests. Thank you, Dana. Well, thank you reviewer. And then I'm going to read my very first one star review. I have 218 reviews, so it's going to happen. Okay. I found this book to be truly disappointing and very trite. Okay. So that's the one star review that I have so far. Um, Sorry, Norman. I'm sorry you didn't like it. I hope you can get your money back. Okay. So I'm talking about projects today because projects do happen. I've talked many times about how I have to fight my project mentality, but sometimes I don't fight it and I just use it. Anyway, so I'm going to talk about that. Um, Projects are way more fun for me than boring stuff anyway. Um, If you have a project brain like I do, check out this week's episode. Oh oh my goodness. Let's hope this goes better. Check out this episode's sponsor, prepdish.com. I'm going to talk about planning and prep work that make the execution of a project easier. And that's basically what prepdish.com does for you. Prepdish is a subscription-based meal planning service. Each week, they send you a grocery list, a plan for prepping that week's meals in advance, and then instructions for cooking those meals on the night that you eat them. They have planned out the project of making healthy meals for your family, so all you have to do is execute on this project. Yay for that huge head start. Okay, Allison, the founder of Prep Dish, is offering listeners of A Slob Comes Clean a free two-week trial so you can try out the service. Go to prepdish.com slash a slob comes clean to sign up. That link, of course, will be in the show notes for this podcast number 130. Okay. So I'm talking about projects, um, and the little disclaimer here is that your house is not a project. Um, 
that was a big thing for me. I've done podcasts on it. It's a chapter in my book. Um, my house is not a project. And I was treating my house overall, just generally how it ran and how I managed it as a project. And when I did that, it did more harm than good. Meaning um, I would clean like a crazy person, like actually like a crazy person, just ask my husband or my kids. And then I would go, whew, I am done. You know, like you get to be done with a project. And then life would keep going. And I would suddenly look around a few days later or a few weeks later and go, because oh, I had waited for my house to turn into a project again, to, to be at a place where I could justify throwing myself in to getting it cleaned up again. Well, that doesn't work. And I have figured out ways to combat my project mentality. But today I'm going to talk about projects because um, projects is where I excel. Okay, that's like my thing. I am a project person. And um, I think a lot of you probably are too. So either this will make you go, mm-hmm, or huh, that's not how I do it. I do it this way, whatever. Or if maybe you're not as much of a project person, maybe you'll get something out of it. But let me just tell you why this is the subject that is on my brain right now. It's because I am working on book two, which I mentioned last week. Um, and oh my goodness, I'm overwhelmed. So basically, I have, I had from the time they said, yeah, this is what we want you to write about for book two to the due date. I had like nine weeks. And, um, when I found out about it, it was as I was leaving for New York and, uh, a couple weeks ago. Anyway, so, um, I was like, oh my goodness. So I'm not going to go into all of my true feelings about that right there. But anyway, um, I will talk about how I'm tackling it as a project, okay? And there are parts of the project aspect of it that give me a little thrill in my soul because I do enjoy projects. That's how my brain works. Um, But there's also things that I can identify this time that are helping me to tackle it as a project much um, more easily than last time when I tackled it as a project. I'm not necessarily talking about the book itself. I'm just talking about the aspect of writing a 60,000 word book and how I'm going about tackling that. I'm also going to use, you know, the plays that I direct. That's my, that's my area where, you know, that's my thing I'm good at, you know? Um, and that I'm gonna talk about how I break that down as a project. And it basically also applies to my house. If you've read my, um, how to clean a messy house and get it ready for guests post or listen to that podcast, which I actually think is two podcasts, a part one and a part two. Um, if you have seen those, you see how I broke that down. I also have the ebook, 14 days to getting your house ready for guests. No, it's 14 days to opening your front door to death to guests. Wow, this is going to be a good one. Okay, but that is basically really, 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 really breaking down the project over two weeks of being ready to go from completely overwhelmed to, okay, I can open my front door to guests and being ready for that. Um, so, and by the way, 
that ebook is available. It's $7.99, but it is also going to be included starting next week, uh, April 26th through May 1st. So I don't know when you're listening to this. April 26th through May 1st of 2017, 14 days to opening your front door to guests will be available to, um, oh, as part of the Ultimate Homemaking Bundle. If you've been around a while, you know what that is. Real short version, it's like, I don't know the actual number, but it's a whole bunch of resources, digital resources um, to do with homemaking available for a ridiculously reduced price compared to the actual value of the products that you're getting. So anyway, I will be talking about that more next week. However, I wanted to let you know, um, since I am going to refer to the 14 days to opening your front door to guests that, um, yeah, you can get that now if you want it, or you can wait till next week and get that plus a whole bunch of other stuff. Okay. Um, anyway, and again, that's April 26th through May 1st of 2017. All right. So how, let me just go through the basics of how I am organizing this rather daunting project of writing a 60,000 word book. Um, so here's how it doesn't work. <laughs> just sit down and start writing from, you know, beginning and going through the end. Now, I am not going to make any like claims of knowing how to write fiction because I have not written fiction other than, you know, plays and things that I've written for my church and just little things I wrote over the years for school and things like that, creative writing classes. But, um, you know, this, this is nonfiction I'm talking about. Okay. So, and it is a, a one where obviously I know the subject matter very well because it's the same, um, you know, type of subject matter that I've been writing about on the blog for so long. So um, how how does this overall work? It, it's not just, oh, I need to sit down and write every day. I can do that. And I have to do that. I have to sit down and write every day. But if I don't have a plan ahead of time for how I'm going to do that, then I'm never going to reach my goal. And I'm especially never going to reach it in less than eight weeks, you know, or fewer than eight weeks. It's just not going to happen. Um, so I have to break it down. And um, like I said, this is how my brain works. Maybe yours is different, but this is how basically overall, I always break down projects. Okay. So the number one thing is identify my goal. You know, what is it that I'm going to have at the end of this project? For this, it's a 60,000 word book. Okay, that's what's in the contract. I know now that's how many words I need to have. Um, When I'm doing a play, it's I am putting on a full length or one act or whatever production on such and such date. Okay. Um, when it's my 14 days to opening my front door to guests, it's so-and-so is going to ring the doorbell on this date. Okay. And that's, that's my goal. What is it that I'm going to do now? Then you think about what is it here? You know, what is it we're talking about? I'm talking about a book that I have to turn into my publisher for me personally, because I tend to be, um, rather perfectionist about, things like this, even though I don't mind having um, dirty dishes in the sink when I go to bed, that doesn't bother me. But to turn in a book that's not as close to perfect as I can possibly get it, meaning, 
you could publish it like the next day. That's the goal. I am not going to turn something in that is like, oh, they'll fix it for me. Like I don't, that's not how I operate. I'm sure there are people who do. I don't, I can't. Um, and even though last time I was stressing out over that and, you know, people would assure me it's okay, they're going to edit it for you. And I'm like, yeah, but I want to make sure that I get my point exactly across exactly how I want to so that they don't misinterpret. I don't want to leave anything like, oh, I'll fix that later. And then they misinterpret what it was that I meant to have them understand from what I was writing. So anyway, for me, I want it to be publishing ready and then we can go from there. You know, let me let it go ahead and be perfect. And then they can go from there. So in my mind, I will have a finished completed, I would be fine with the entire world reading it book on, you know, the due date, I think it's June 2nd. Anyway. Um, but for a play, you know, it's what is it that I'm going to do? Am I, you know, is this a workshop? Or is this like an actual production, which yes, where people are going to come in and they're going to pay their money and they're going to expect to have a certain, you know, level of show, like what is it? So that's, that's the goal with the house. You know, what is it that is my goal here? Is it my goal to, um, you know, just have people over for dinner? Meaning that would be I would be able to, um, you know, lock the bedroom doors <laughs> and block them off and let people just head to one bathroom, you know, like, okay, this is the only bathroom that I'm going to let anybody get into. And so, um, you know, that would mean this is my goal is to have these rooms set up. But if I have a different goal of I'm going to have com- somebody come and stay in my house for two weeks, well, then I have a different level, you know, I mean, they're going to have to have a place to sleep. I'm going to need to have the other bedrooms where if they have kids and they're going to play with my kids and my kids' bedrooms, those need to be guest ready. You know, they're going to be taking showers and they're, you know, how many people are there? Am I going to need to make sure that my shower and therefore my bedroom that they would have to walk through that all those things are presentable? You know, what is it that's the actual goal of what I'm trying to uh, work toward? Okay. Next is to identify the time available. So like in the 14 days ebook, I have a, you know, a calendar for you that has 14 days laid out because that's how I establish this. But sometimes it's, oh, I only have three days. Okay. I have three days till they show up or I have five days or I have a month or with a play, I have six weeks or I have eight weeks. For me, I have this number of, you know, this number of weeks for my book. I personally broke it down into both um, weeks and into days. So, okay, here's where I'm going to get a little bit crazy in my brain. Because here's the other thing too, is when I'm super focused on something like writing a book, my brain is only on writing that book. And other things in my life just kind of fly over my head. And then I have to stop and do a podcast. So brain working, not really so much right now. Anyway, so I identify the time available. Then I break down the goal into manageable, manageable large chunks. Okay, so I have to do large chunks first. So for example, with the book, first I have to do a rough draft. Then I have to do editing. And then I have to do polishing. Okay, so those are my three main things with writing, I mean, with putting on a play, I 
have blocking rehearsals. That's where you tell people when to move and where to move. Then I have line rehearsals where they are the main goal of those rehearsals is for them to know all their lines and get through it, you know, being able to call line. And then I have polishing rehearsals and then I have run throughs. Okay. So those are my big chunks of how things are with my house. It's, um, you know, clearing clutter, getting the clutter out of the way. Then it's deep cleaning. Then it's getting things, you know, put together and doing that surface clean and being ready at the last minute for the actual guests to come. So it's breaking into those larger things. And that would be by weeks. Okay. So for, um, for the book, you know, I have it set that by such and such date, I'm going to be done with my rough draft. And for um, a play rehearsal, because I've said, okay, if I'm going to have this much time for blocking rehearsals and this much time for line rehearsals, and then I want to have this much time where I'm actually ready to be doing polishing, deep work, you know, rehearsals on this thing, and then I want to be able to have this many run throughs, then that means I've got this much time to devote to blocking rehearsals. With my house, if I've got 14 days, and I say, okay, um, I need to declutter first, and then I need enough time to do the deep cleaning because I want to do, you know, washing curtains and all that kind of stuff, whatever it is that you're wanting to do. Okay, then that means I need to be done with decluttering by such and such date. So that's where the calendar comes in really, really important. So breaking things down like that. Um, and then breaking each of those things down into smaller things. So with the book, um, I say, okay, I need to have a 60,000 word rough draft done by such and such day, because that's when I'm going to start working on the editing part of things. I need to be able to do that. So I will have enough time for editing. So if I'm going to write 60,000 words by then, and, um, then I'm going to count up how many days I have, and then I'm going to know this is how many words I need to write per day. So for me right now, um, it's like 2,200 words, I think is where I am. I'm over halfway in the rough draft process, but, um, but that's just rough draft. I am not going back. I am not jumping ahead into editing and wasting my time with that. I am getting the rough draft done because I know that by such and such day, I have to do that. And I know because I've done the math and I redo it every single day, which is where the fun part kind of comes in. I, know, okay, I've written such and such number of words, but I also leave myself wiggle room. Okay. So I am only calculating the Monday through Friday. There are days where it's not going to happen. I'm not going to get my 2200 words written because a thousand other things, things come up and I just can't get 2200 words done. But I don't have any, I don't have Friday and Saturday set as those. So those are either catch up days or get ahead days in rehearsals. If I say, okay, we're going to rehearse Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday. Well, then I've got other days where I could call a special rehearsal if I needed to catch up. Okay. With my 14 days to getting my house under control, I have set aside. Yes, I've got, um, Okay, so going back to the rehearsals, how it would break that down into smaller chunks. So I know that I've got two weeks for blocking rehearsals. That means I'm going to do act one, scenes one and two on this day, act one, scenes three and four on this day. And so all those things are on the calendar ahead of time so that I know, am I getting ahead or am I falling behind? 
Okay. And so that those things, it it just helps me have that all broken down. Same thing with the book and then with the house. So it's like, okay, I'm going to declutter for, um, three days. Okay. Then what am I going to be doing the first day? Well, the first day, because you would start with your visible spaces first, the first day I'm going to declutter my living areas, my living room, my game room, and my dining room. Those are the areas that I'm going to focus on the first day. The second day, I'm going to work on my kitchen and my bathrooms. Okay. And the third day, I'm going to work on bedrooms. And here, here's the other thing too, is that helps me adjust for reality. Because the truth is, especially at certain points where, and this is where I really go into depth in, in that ebook on this, but there have been times where like the thought, just thinking of it ambiguously as this thing out there of, oh yeah, I want to get my house under control. To think of it that way and think about, oh, I need to um, declutter my living areas. There's no way I could get that done in one day. You know what I mean? Like it's just this joke. But when I go, I have looked at this on the calendar. If I want this to actually happen, this is where I have to be. And then it helps me adjust my perspective on how much I can get done and how in depth I can actually go because I know for a fact, I have to get this much done on this day, or it's going to put me behind on the future days. Does that make sense? You see what I'm saying? Okay, so that is really key for my brain to to have it laid out ahead of time to know, am I on track? Or do I need to either adjust my expectations, adjust the um, amount, you know, that I do on one day, maybe that first day, I thought, you know, I'm going to give this two hours. And then I go, there's no way. Okay, I need to clear everything off my schedule for tomorrow and the next day, so that I will actually be able to make the progress that I have to make to meet this deadline date. Okay. Um, Okay, so having a calendar day by day plan of the things to be accomplished. And then it's a matter of readjusting again and again as needed. This is where it's kind of fun for me. Okay, because let's see, I think it was last Friday, Friday, maybe I was at 2600 words a day was what I needed to do. But I went ahead and found a little hour here before my kids got up a little, you know, time, we had some time off for Easter weekend, um, which kind of, you know, took some days away that I would normally have had to devote to writing the book. But I took these times and I did a little extra here and I did a little extra there. And because I did that, now my average word count is down to 2200, which is significantly less overwhelming to me than the 2600. Now at this point, I have made a decision to say that's going to be my goal. 2200 words a day is going to be my goal for the next X amount of days, period. It just is. That's going to be my goal. Meaning if I make more great. I'll get to my goal sooner and I'll have longer for editing instead of recalculating every day and making the word count lower. Does that make sense? So like last night, uh, while one of my kids was in driver, driver's ed, you know, I had to drop him off and I have two hours where it doesn't make any sense to come back home. There's not enough time to come back home and then come get him. And so I went to a little fast food restaurant and bought me a little bitty something and went and sat and typed. You know, I went and wrote and I had already finished my 
um, word count for yesterday, but I went ahead and wrote another 1300 words. Now, I am not necessarily, I mean, I didn't recalculate at that point. So it's like I had already written 2200 words. This kind of stuff makes me happy to talk about. And if it's super boring to you, I'm sorry. But anyway, so I'd already written 2200 words yesterday. And then I wrote an extra 1300. So I didn't add that into my total and redivide and make it to where, oh, now I only have to have 2150 or whatever the math would be. Um, I use a spreadsheet because spreadsheets do all the math for me. Anyway, but so I do that. Instead of doing that, I'm just saying, you know what? I'm 13, I have a 1300 word buffer zone for a crazy day that is guaranteed to happen in the next couple weeks. I mean, that that's just how I look at it. In your home, how that might work is, oh, decluttering the living areas didn't take me as long as I thought it was going to take me. Okay, well, then go ahead and move on to the game room. Okay. And you can either recalculate your thing, or you can just say, I'm just going to go ahead and get ahead. Because you also have to guarantee that you're going to run into something along the way that's going to make you go, oh, I forgot to put my fridge on the... um on the list and my fridge needs to be majorly, majorly cleaned out or whatever, or some, you know, huge thing is going to happen that you have to stop and focus on. So giving yourself that extra time, going ahead and getting ahead and saying, I had this all set out on my calendar and I got done faster than I thought I would get done. And so I'm just going to go ahead and move to the next thing so that I have some buffer zone coming up in the future for the unexpected stuff. Okay. Um, Oh, I've talked for 25 minutes. Uh, so anyway, and then here, here's the other thing with a project that the reason it's so important to me to do those larger chunks and then break, you know, and put those on the calendar and then break down the larger chunks into smaller chunks. Um, polishing. Okay. For me, you know, I think I had that exact same word, didn't I? So, yep, I did. I had the same word. Um, I had on the book breakdown was rough draft editing and polishing. On the rehearsals for a play, it was blocking line and then polishing. Polishing is the phase that makes me feel really good about the project. Okay, that if I don't allow time at the end for polishing, then that's when I get into trouble. Like I think, okay, I'm going to do all of these different things. And then, and then I'm going to be ready for the door to open. And then it's like, oh, I did all those things, but it still doesn't look great in here. You know, like it's still, I, I didn't go back through and, you know, didn't have time to go back through and double check. Don't push those you know, what should be earlier phases up to the very last minute. Instead, you know, giving yourself set aside time for going back and making things the way that you really, really want them to be. To me, that having time in the calendar, in the project schedule for polishing (sighs) is really important. Okay. Um, And I really thought I was going to go into even more detail, but I've talked on and on and on about that and the dates. So let me just really quickly say the other thing that I like to do is go ahead and take even, okay, not so much in the book necessarily, 
Um, but, uh, you know, with a play or with, um, the house is take, so you've got your big chunks and then you've got your day by day plan and then taking, if I'm going to say that I am going to clean the bathroom on this day, then having an exact plan to go, to go through on that day for the bathroom. I already have a bathroom cleaning instructions printable, okay, that has step-by-step instructions. It is not so much that I don't know how to clean a bathroom. It's that I need something to keep me on track. Because here's what happens in my brain. When I have a big overall project, if I haven't planned it down and broken it down, big chunks, daily chunks, and then step-by-step for each day, when I haven't done that, I start to skip around all over the place. Okay. And I start to do a little bit here and a little bit there and a little bit here and a little bit there. And I never end up making actual progress. And you know, that's, that's where the end goal may not end up happening to the degree that I want it to. So taking those day by day, little step by step means I know if I've done this and then this and then this and then this, then I know I'm progressing toward my goal, even though I can get overwhelmed with, oh my goodness, my whole house is a wreck. And sometimes it's really hard when you have that overall mentality to stop and say, but I still have to, you know, clean the toothpaste out of the sink. You know, it's kind of like, but the house is such a mess. What difference will this make? Well, it makes a huge difference, you know? back to going, you know, clarifying everything. Yes, daily things are so much more important than any of this. But sometimes the big project stuff does have to be done. And the daily stuff is going to move you so much farther down the road to not, you know, you're going to be able to start a lot farther on the bathroom cleaning checklist if you've been doing daily things. If there's nothing to pick up off the floor, if there's nothing to um, declutter out of the, you know, shower, if you don't have to first, you know, shake every single shampoo bottle that's in there out of the 10 or whatever to see, oh, this one's empty. Oh, this one's empty. If you can start farther down that, then that's going to take you even farther and make you be able to do more detailed things, get you to that polishing phase sooner, which is so much more satisfying when you are in this actual project mode of, I really want it to be extra nice for whatever event that's coming up. Okay. I hope this made a little bit of sense. Um, So I am having major project brain issues right now. So I can't guarantee that it made any sense at all. But um, again, I want to make sure that you know that um, next week, April 26th through May 1st of 2017 is when the Ultimate Homemaking Bundle um, will be live. If you've bought that before, then you probably know that you want to make sure you check it out again this year, see what's included and um, if it's stuff that you need. And if you have seen it on my blog or listened to a listened to a podcast where I talked about it, but had missed it, well, this is your chance. Okay. So you have about, I think it's a week from today. Not sure. Maybe it's a week from yesterday. Anyway, check that out. Okay. I'm going to go y'all. Seriously, please pray for me with this book writing thing, that it would make sense and it would be what people actually need to know. Okay. Um, I will talk to you guys later. Bye.